0: Welcome to the Digital Transformation Podcast, a podcast that connects you with the most influential players in this field who are shaping up the world around us digitally. We help you gain an edge on your competition, whether you're a small business owner, CEO, or just someone who wants to stay informed on all things digital, this is your go-to source. With your host, Michelle Cimino, the CEO of the Lasting Dynamics Group.
1: Okay, welcome everybody to the new uh, episode of our digital transformation uh, uh, podcast. Today uh, we have Mr. Avraham Gotael, uh, that is a founder and a CEO at uh, Ask the CEO Media and also B2B and tech influencer. Well, welcome.
0: Thank you so much for having me on your show.
1: It's a pleasure. Mr. Abram, would you like to, to introduce a bit yourself and tell us a little more about your activities and uh, uh, your company? We have been uh, following your podcasts and uh, uh, we would like to, of course, to discuss more about
0: yourself. Sure, absolutely. Well, you know, we could start with that. Like you said, I, I have a podcast called the Ask the CEO podcast where I have uh, conversations with uh, business leaders about the latest trends in technology, such as cybersecurity. AI, cloud, you know merging tech, lots of fun, and exciting uh, topics and they also share lots of good business advice um you know i've been running that for probably about 6 years now i also have i also work with uh, businesses to help give them a voice in, in social media you know as you know everybody's always um you know saying that i'm the best i you know my stuff is better than the next guy you know if you just walk into a supermarket you see that all over the place And the same thing happens on social media where everybody's coming up and saying, oh, buy me, buy me. This is, you know, my stuff is better. My stuff is better. And people are so overwhelmed that they don't see anything. So I work with businesses to help give them a voice on social media. I I help them present themselves as thought leaders, as industry leaders, not just someone just trying to sell stuff, but actually presenting them as a leader in the industry. I come from a uh, more than a 20 year background in technology. Um, you know, so I've worked with many kinds of tech businesses over time, and uh, I used to give training classes where, I, you know, we had the CEO and the workers all in the same room. And you know it was a it was a very delicate balance. Um, you know, giving a class uh, to you know different classes of different types of people, where the CEO shouldn't feel stupid, but at the same time the workers needed that information in order to you know, do their jobs. So over time, I, uh, I evolved and I uh, polished that skill where I now work with businesses to help them present themselves online and help them articulate what it is they do and how it is they help uh, the marketplace.
1: Okay, so I would say we cannot wait to hear your definition of uh, digital transformation then.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's jump right in, right? You know, digital transformation uh, is a big buzzword. Everyone's talking about digital transformation. Uh, You know, what is it? Well, essentially, uh, my definition of digital transformation is that it enables your business to grow, expand, or solve problems through the use of technology. Um, and, you know, technology is really the core of that digital transformation, uh, you know, be it cloud computing, uh, it enables you to scale and it enables you to um, roll out uh, remote workers, right? You know, we just had COVID. Um, AI is also part of a digital transformation. Everyone's going to AI right now. Um, better cybersecurity, new and improved customer service with IoT devices and that enables you to personalize your, you know, your customer experience. And you know, these are a lot of buzzwords here, but essentially, you know, digital transformation is the core of all these things.
1: Okay and many times uh, we also heard that digital transformation as a process uh, uh is meant to involve the people is a process also for people to change themselves and embrace it uh in which way in your opinion people should change in order to embrace this this uh, this uh, new age and uh and uh I don't know do you have any tips in this
0: direction yeah yeah absolutely and that's you know a really great point that it is it is about the people so another buzzword in the industry is agile and uh you know i've actually um, put out a lot of content recently on agile uh there's going to be some new content on my podcast and on my blog site in the near future about that as well but essentially you know agile is is really um a holistic approach it, it's 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 about a mindset shift where uh you know instead of doing things the old way, the old school way, how you know it's always been done. Um, you know, we take a new approach to things where we give the people the autonomy. We give we give the people, the teams, uh, the decision making power, and enable them to work more agile, more quickly. Enable them to solve problems. Let them make mistakes. Let them fix their mistakes. And management should take a step back. And, and, and help them, you know, be there to support the teams. So you take the digital transformation, which is the transformation of the technology, and then you have the agile, which is a transformation of the mindset, and you put them together, and that really enables uh, your team to grow and, uh, and scale.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And um, okay, you, you also mentioned uh, uh, AI. And of course, we we love the topic, so we would like to focus also a little more on this side, on this side. And so, how in your opinion, how will AI and machine learning shape the world in the next year? So let's focus on some industries. You can go from education to to I don't know e health or whatever, and and let's discuss it a bit. I'm really curious to to hear your opinion about it
0: sure you know if you think about it it's not really um, limited to an industry I mean AI is all around us you know everywhere you look everything is running AI um, AI enables machines to take over you know it's not populated here but it enables machines to take over certain roles that were previously only done by humans uh and you know one one role that we all know and something that's very dear to us is you know driving a vehicle um you know we have self-driving cars how many thousands of decisions need to be made in the span of, you know, one second, Uh, you know, is that a deer crossing the road? Uh, You know, what about that aggressive driver behind you or the meteor falling from the sky? Uh, you know ai will flawlessly direct that car and its precious cargo the human beings you know from point a to point b um so you know we have self driving cars cybersecurity is a big topic and cybersecurity has gotten a lot more uh complex you know we've heard about hackers and hostile nations shutting down schools uh, hospitals and you know and, and gov- even government uh agencies with uh, ransomware attacks and uh you know they're hijacking uh, hundreds of thousands of uh, undersecured IOT devices uh, to form armies of botnets, which they can then use to bring down the businesses that they target. And, you know, because of these numerous attack vectors, you know, coming from all over the place, the only way we can really effectively defend ourselves against these attacks is with the help of AI, you know, which can keep track of all of that because they're coming from all over the place. When it comes to the business world, you know, be it, I don't know, education, fintech, or pretty much anything, retail, AI also enables us to process transactions for customers so much faster and more efficiently. It it enables you to give people their own personalized care. And that gives your business a competitive edge over other businesses that are still using this legacy technology. And not just technology, but the methodology, like we talked about Agile previously. If, if If you're doing it more efficiently, you already have that competitive edge. So I would say AI is not a nice-to-have but a must-have in your business.
1: Okay, I like a lot of the connection between the agile word and the DAI. I would say that if we look at uh, the list of all the, uh, the practices that uh, canonical practices that uh, compose the agile methodologies, if you think about extreme programming and uh, test driven development or eventually feature driven development and many others, uh, these uh, 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 practices uh, might uh, definitely change according uh, to the you know to the evolution of TI. For example, one of the delegations that I've I've always been thinking of, and that is actually developing a lot in this world, is how to do code review and automated testing using AI. And that is something that can definitely improve the quality of many systems, you know, including the cybersecurity world and and defend us against against cyber attacks. But let's focus on this on this specific topic because. I'm pretty sure that there is a big elephant in the room that we need to do. (laughs) With the evolution of the quantum computing, uh, uh, probably cybersecurity world will be impacted. What is the the, let's say, the time uh, in, in the future in which we should be worried about this, when when this will happen, in your opinion, what is your prediction, and uh, what are the, the potential new practices that we should follow, all the services that the companies will be able, you know, to develop according to this?
0: Yeah, so... You know, my prediction is that it's going to be sooner than later. I mean, quantum computing—like we're we're ready there, we're almost there—and and as soon as it starts to become mainstream, uh, we really need to be ready for that because once the bad guys get their hands on quantum computing, now they can pretty much, uh, you know, burst through any any of our defenses that are uh, that are in place today. You know, quantum computing is going to take cybersecurity to the next level. Um, you know, my advice would be for for businesses and cybersecurity companies to start developing solutions for quantum computing, because you could be sure that the threat actors are also leveraging that. I mean, just in the world of AI, you have uh, you know, you have all these hacker tools for hire. You have AI for hire. You have, um, uh, you know, uh, DDoS attacks for hire, and all these, you know, all these attacks. You don't even have to buy the equipment. You just, you know, it's as basically as a service, and that's what the attackers are using. So once quantum computing becomes mainstream and it's accessible to the general public, and uh, maybe even a little bit before that, we're going to become vulnerable very quickly so we really need to start thinking about it now and shoring up our defenses so that when when the time comes and quantum computing is here and is a part of our everyday life that we're protected against attacks
1: and and what are instead the applications that you see about quantum computing that uh, probably are the most uh, interesting or uh, you know uh, to look at for the upcoming uh, five years let's say Um,
0: So, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of applications, I would say cybersecurity would definitely be a a big one. Um, You know, that's really the area where I'm the most focused. I, you know, I would also say that probably banking. So fintech would be another good one. You know, there's there's millions of transactions that go through those systems every single day. So, you know, I would put that as my top two. Uh,
1: we usually uh, close our episode with a kind of a game. Let's mention all of the, you know, the, the most trendy technologies. Many of these are very old, actually, but are uh, but keeping uh, evolving. And what we would like to understand among uh, IoT, AI, blockchain, NFTs, uh, metaverse, uh, and quantum computing, and all the others, which kind of products we should expect to, to happen? You know, what is your prediction about uh, the most uh, uh, interesting products? Products that we will see in the upcoming years?
0: Yes, so my prediction is it's gonna be everything with everything. I mean, all these technologies are going to be integrated with one another. I actually call them everything to everything technology. So you're gonna see, you're gonna have connected cars and connected infrastructure, and they're all gonna be talking to one another. So for an example, let's say you have a business meeting at 11 o'clock in New York City, and the parking garage is a 10 minute walk to your office and this is assuming there's no congestion at the garage. Now, it might also take you five minutes to wait for an elevator, you know, based on the crowds. Um, so, and let's say you're driving into the city, which is a really bad move, but <laughs> that's, that's how you're getting there. Um, so, your GPS will tell you when to leave your house based on real-time traffic information on the road, and that's already available today. Um, but in addition to that, your parking garage will give you a window of time when you're clear to arrive sort of like an air traffic controller so that you avoid and also don't contribute to the congestion uh you know going in and out of the garage you know it could sometimes be a real madhouse especially in the morning you know so now let's take this one step further um you know your your gps will be able to communicate to your garage and it will include that in your start time and then oh, your car needs gas, assuming we're still using gas cars back then, you know, (laughs) sometime in the future, or it needs a charging. So it's automatically going to plot a course to your favorite and cheap uh, gas station or refueling station and taking into account, you know, the real-time traffic plus how long the wait will be to get at the pump. because. It's everybody's favorite gas station, so it's going to take all that into account. You know, smart cameras will monitor the queue at the pump. Uh, it'll 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 know you know what the congestion is at, at the parking garage. Um, you know, on top of that, the building uh, will compute the time for the elevator queue. You know, it knows that there's a line out the door. Uh, You know, I've been to buildings in New York City where, you know, they only have one working elevator and there are 50 people waiting to get in. So all that is going to be taken into account. And by the way, same thing with the restroom on the 21st floor. Uh, So all of that is going to go into your GPS and it's going to tell you, you need to leave at seven o'clock in the morning if you want to get there at 11 o'clock. You know, but it's more than just a novelty. Um, it's going to help you travel more efficiently, which uses less fuel or electricity. It helps cut down on pollution and helps us breathe cleaner air. So, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be a positive impact of all these technologies interacting with one another. It's not just going to be the fun, which is, of course, you know, that's a great thing, but there's going to be Cost benefits. It's going to be uh, benefits to our environment. It'll cut down on pollution and, and also help help your lives. You know, help you your lives be a lot easier and more productive. Um, you know, I'll give you another example, a, a fun example, another fun example. So, um, you know, you come home at uh, at the end of the day and uh, you want you know you want to have some milk. And you ask your uh, uh, you ask your refrigerator. You go, hey fridge, um, you know, do we have any milk? Uh, and the fridge says, well, at the rate that you're drinking it, it's going to be gone in ten minutes. Um, and then the fridge says, um, you know, there's a special on the grocery s- uh, store down the street. They're selling milk at twenty percent off. Should I get should I get it on Instacart? So now the fridge will facilitate an e-commerce transaction. And by the way, um, the fridge manufacturer that facilitates this transaction will benefit because they get affiliate sales commissions from that. So, you know, again, besides making your life much easier and and being fun to use, there is also a business benefit to all this.
1: Well, fantastic. I mean, uh, this uh, idea that all the technologies will come together, uh, create a better world is uh, definitely a a very bright, uh, uh, you know, uh, vision for our future. And I love it. Okay, Mr. Avramon, perfect. I would uh, like to conclude by um, uh, asking you how can our folk, uh, our audience uh, follow you where and if you want to give any, you know, any suggestion in this direction.
0: Sure, absolutely. So I'm uh, I'm very active on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at Avraham G A V R O H O M G, and on LinkedIn, uh, just with my name Avraham Gatile. I'm the only one there with that name. Um, you could also visit my website AskTheCEO.biz.biz um you know there's lots of interesting content over there uh you know some of that which you know which we talked about today um you could see my blogs i have uh, you know some interesting showcase content about smart homes, smart cities, smart government, also IoT as a service uh, technology, and then also most importantly, you could you know visit my podcast, which is also on the website on the podcast um, page. So You could visit the Ask the CEO podcast, and you could see it on YouTube, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and a host of other uh, uh, providers. Thank
1: thank you very much for being here with us today. It was a pleasure to have you.
0: Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really I really enjoyed it. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Digital Transformation Podcast. We hope you found it valuable. Do act on the information and take relevant business decisions to grow. We will see you in the next episode.